I just somehow knew that if I could stay in the process long enough, I'd make some progress. Hi, I'm Richard Ralston. Welcome to Focus on Progress, the podcast for you, the online membership owner who wants to see more progress in your business, in your life, and in the lives of those you lead. This is the first of what I'm calling the Journey Review Episodes. Every month or so, I intend to record a solo episode where I chat with you about the things I'm learning, how I'm applying these learnings in my business and in my life, and the changes I'm seeing as a result. This episode is a milestone. A couple of weeks ago, I wasn't sure I would ever produce an episode like this, so I'm super curious to hear about what you think of it. I talk about why I decided to publish a podcast and why it took me so long to get started, some of my successes along the way, the challenges I've come up against and how I'm overcoming them, and a sneak peek at some of the future things I'm working on. What I thought I'd do is a little bit of a review of what I've learned over the last six weeks of, or six to eight weeks, I guess now, of running this podcast. And actually, even though it's only been six to eight weeks of producing content, the story actually goes back a lot, lot further than that. So I hope you find something interesting in this. And, you know, one of the things I want to start by saying is that I'm now doing this podcast for me for my own reflection, my own personal development, to see what I can learn. It was about 18 months ago that a good friend of mine, Jamie Bright, suggested that I should start a podcast. I was doing a coaching call with her all about my business and how we were going to put my business together and how we were going to market it. And one of the things that she suggested was that I needed to have a podcast because it would really help me build the know, like, and trust relationship that my potential customers had with me. And I thought that was a great idea, except that I had no idea at all how to do a podcast. Um, and this might be a little bit of a surprise to you, but I'm actually not, I don't feel like I'm that good at saying things that are of interest to people. I can have a chat to anybody, really. Um, I love chatting with people. I think you probably know that about me now. But to actually sit down and say something that was kind of sensible and that would help people move forward and that would be, you know, something that might go onto a podcast, I had no idea how to do that or whether I was even capable of doing it. Anyway, over the last 18 months, Jamie has really encouraged me. So have a number of other people. And, and the encouragement from those people has actually made a really significant difference to where I'm at now. And of course, here we are now in episode six. And, you know, as I said, six to eight uh, weeks into this process, or into this journey of actually publishing podcasts. So, you know, as I mentioned, even though I've been running progress pods for a number of years and have worked with hundreds of people now and many, many memberships, we've implemented progress pods very successfully into a whole lot of different memberships, courses, and a whole lot of different niches. I didn't feel like I had much to say about them. And I, I guess that's a little bit of a strange thing to say because every week I'm hearing incredible stories of how people are making progress and uh, how the progress pod system and the next tiny step method is actually changing their lives. 
But, you know, I didn't feel like I had much to say about it. It just seemed so simple to me and so obvious that why wouldn't people do it? And, you know, I wasn't sure that anybody would actually listen to anything that I had to say. And the other thing is, I had no idea of the podcast technology that was out there. Now, I've done a huge amount of recording in the past. I've done lots of editing. Um, I, interestingly enough, I even realized a few days ago that I had run a, a little live show on Facebook a couple of years ago called the Weekly Win Shoutout Show. And as part of that show, I would uh, interview somebody who was part of the membership. It's interesting, I'd kind of forgotten that I had done that, and I'd forgotten how much I really enjoyed doing it. It was like podcasting seemed to be this huge thing that I had no idea about. Uh, the podcasts that I did listen to, and I listened to quite a few, they were just, to me, they were just genius. These people had this incredible ability to ask probing questions and their guests would tell amazing stories and they'd make amazing points and there'd be incredible learning that, uh, that I found when I would listen to these podcasts. And I thought, there's no way I can produce something like that. Anyway, here we are now. This is, uh, as I said, uh, episode six. And I think I'm starting to figure this thing out a little bit. The wins now are that I have uh, a list of guests who are willing to be interviewed for future episodes. I've realized that although this podcast is aimed primarily at membership owners, if I am intentional about it, it can be beneficial for anyone who wants to make more progress in their business, in their life, and in the lives of those they lead. I mean, that's the kind of one of the tagline things that I say at the beginning of the podcast. You would have heard it uh, just prior listening or at the beginning of this episode, because I, that's what I'm really about. I really, really believe that people have way more potential uh, than they think they have or than they realize they have. And I really am passionate about helping people realize that potential in their minds, obviously. So that's that kind of internal realization that happens, but also realize that potential into the external material world, whether that's building a business or achieving any other goal that they might have. I, I am just so passionate about it. I've seen over the years, for years and years actually, in all sorts of groups that I've worked with and small groups I've worked with or working in the area of outdoor adventure, personal development with companies as a training officer for a big, a big not-for-profit organization here in New Zealand. I've just seen people make massive progress and it's it is something that I'm really passionate about and it really does fire me up you know it's one of the questions that I often ask people in the interviews is you know what fires you up what motivates you what gets you out of bed in the morning why do you do what you do and for me I it's because I want to see people realize their potential and I just get fired up when I see people achieve so much more than they believe they can achieve. The other one that I've had is that I'm feeling much, much more confident in my ability now to produce something of value. And I guess that's because I've started to 
produced some podcasts, I've started to interview people, and I've started to get some feedback that actually people have appreciated the podcast episodes, they've appreciated the interviews, they've, um, they've, they actually have found them valuable. And so that's an interesting thing about confidence, and I think I'll talk a little bit more about this as we go on, but this idea that confidence is an outcome, it's not a prerequisite. Now, courage is definitely a prerequisite, and I needed to develop a whole lot of courage and be courageous to start into this thing. Now that I've actually run quite a few interviews, um, I do feel so much more confident than I did at the beginning. And what I'm finding actually is that week by week, my ability to interview people and draw out their stories is getting better and better. So looking back, I'm feeling a lot more confident now than I was when I started. And that's a positive thing. And that's something that, yeah, I do feel really encouraged about, actually. And um, it, it's good. And as I mentioned earlier, I am now primarily doing this for me because I enjoy it. And that's something that I had to figure out. I had to figure out whether or not I was happy to do this just for me and get into the process of learning or whether I was trying to produce it for uh, this audience out there. And that became too difficult because I felt like my audience would be judging me against all the other podcasts that they'd be listening to, you know, and there'd be all sorts of comments like, well, the music wasn't that great, or the sound levels weren't that great, or uh, Richard didn't talk enough, or Richard spoke too much, or the or the guest didn't really come up with the right story, or I'm not really sure of what the point of the podcast was. You know, th there were all these kind of fears and concerns that I had. Now I'm not so concerned about those at all. Obviously, I want the podcast to be as good as I can get it. I want it technically to be as good as I can get it. And I know I still have a huge amount to learn in that. But that's my point. The point is I have a huge amount to learn. And, you know, if there's, there's a few little things I'd like you to take away from this episode. Here's one of them. I really believe that you have to be in the process and stay in the process if you want to make progress. It takes time to make progress. And if you can stay in the process long enough to learn, then you will make progress. To me, progress is about the journey and it's about the learning that happens on the way. And so I had to get over this idea of the fact that I was trying to produce this amazing podcast for my audience. And I reorientate myself, my heart, my mind, that I was producing this podcast now for me. Because it's a, it was about me staying in the process. And I just somehow knew that if I could stay in the process long enough, I'd make some progress. And here we are. This is the first time I have actually tried to do a podcast episode where I've just got a whole bunch of notes in front of me and I'm effectively just ad-libbing off those notes. So that for me is huge progress and it's come about through staying in the process long enough to build the confidence that I thought maybe I could do this. So there you go. Now why am I producing this podcast? Well there are a number of reasons and 
of course, one of the ones that I've just told you is that I'm doing it for me, for my own learning. And I really do want to become more widely recognized as the go-to guy for helping membership owners set up Progress Pod accountability groups and their memberships. Why? Because Progress Pod accountability groups work. I've heard so many stories. Um, in fact, I hear them weekly and I've heard them weekly for years from people who say that, you know, the Progress Pod is the thing that has really helped them make progress. And the next tiny step method has really changed their mindset towards getting things done. And as they've applied the next tiny step method in their life, they've found themselves achieving all sorts of things much more quickly than they thought they were going to. So that's been hugely encouraging. And, you know, I want to get this message out to as many membership owners as I can and really encourage membership owners to strongly consider setting up progress pod accountability groups in their memberships because they work, because they help people make progress, they help people get the results that they came to the membership to get. And the other thing is, and I might talk about this a little bit more, but they really enhance retention. You know, when people start to get the results and make progress in a membership, they just, they're so much happier about being there. And the happier they are and the more progress they make, the longer they want to stay. And of course, the longer they stay, the more they pay. So it works for everybody. And I really think that memberships would get better results for their members if they included progress pods as one of their deliverables. So what have been some of the other successes I've made along the way? Well, finally recording, editing and publishing episode number one, Progress Not Perfection, was a huge milestone for me. It had been a number of weeks of coming and going, toing and froing about what I was actually going to do, what was going to be the the focus of the podcast. And I went around a whole lot of different ideas and I finally settled on focus on progress because that's what I'm really about. And for that first episode, I think I wrote somewhere between 10 and 12,000 words uh, to get a reasonable 2,000 words for the podcast. And, you know, then if you've listened to it, I read it. I had to read it. It was the only way I could get through it. And then the reading wasn't that great. I stumbled over all sorts of words. Um, I think I even stumbled over the name of it. I think I talk about doing that in that episode, which was when I look back now, it was pretty funny. At the time, uh, I, it just everything just seemed so hard, but I was determined to get it out. Um, I think the content was okay. I'm not that stoked about reading scripts. It sounded a little bit kind of um, stiff, I guess. Um, I think I'm okay at reading scripts, but it, it's not kind of my ideal way of doing it. But at the end of the day, I got it published and I got it out there. You know, it wasn't perfect, but it was delivered. It was out there. So so that was good. That was a real mind, milestone. The other thing that you may not know is that I actually wrote and played and recorded and edited up the soundtrack for the podcast as well. So that was a little milestone. In the past, I have done quite a lot of composition, music recording, and part of another part of my business is I teach guitar. And I teach right through from absolute beginners through to those beyond university level, really. 
My passion is for jazz and I love improvisation. And even that as a metaphor is kind of really interesting when I think about uh, these podcasts and where I want to take it. I would love to become a really good uh, improvising interviewer. Now, improvisation doesn't mean that there's not a structure. There is definitely a structure when you improvise in jazz. There is a chord sequence. It tends to be the structure or the harmonic structure of the piece of music that you then weave your own melody over. And the interesting thing about improvisation is really uh, improvisation is, to me, it's it's not brand new material. People actually only improvise what they know and what they have previously practiced. I think there's probably a whole podcast episode in that. And so that too uh, is this idea that the longer you stay in the process, the more progress you make. I've found that as a musician, the more I stay in the process of improvising and learning how to improvise and practicing little licks and melodic lines, the better I get at improvising on the spot. And I think that's probably going to be similar in terms of producing podcast episodes as well. The more I interview people, the more I prepare for the interviews, the more I think about the questions that I'm going to ask, or the more I'm going to be able to improvise on the spot when I'm interviewing people, because it's like I have this whole um, toolbox of tools that I have practiced using in the past. And I'll just know what that particular tool does and when it's best to pull it out of the toolbox and use it. So I don't know, that's a bit of a dream about where I'm going forward. The fact that this is now episode number six is a major success, a major win, a major milestone along the way. And the fact that I'm essentially um, improvising what I'm saying based on some bullet points written in the screen in front of me. Uh, that's amazing. Now, we'll see when I come to edit this about whether or not it's actually going to hang together and make sense. The other win is that I have five or six interviews already recorded. Some of them are better than others, but I can see improvement in my own interviewing skills as I do more of them. Again, it's that idea of the more I stay in the process, the more progress I make. I think I've talked about a few of my challenges, but probably the biggest one was getting over my own fear. And why was that so hard? Um, I, I don't know why it was hard to get over my own fear, but I can tell you it was. I think it was uh, insecurities I have. I think it's uh, the sense that maybe people would judge me. Maybe you're going to judge me on this particular episode. You know what? I don't mind because, again, as I mentioned, I'm doing it for me. I'm doing it as a way of experimenting with the medium to see how well I can actually improvise what I'm saying based on a list of uh, bullet points that I've pre-prepared. So we'll we'll see. But yeah, getting over some of these things have been, they've actually been quite huge for me. And I would say that I'm a relatively confident person. I'm the sort of person who, you know, honestly, I believe that if I put my mind to something, I can do it um, better than average in most situations. 
And so it almost sounds silly me talking about the fact that uh, I've got insecurities and fears around doing all this stuff. You know, it's all the all the things uh, that we all feel. I think as entrepreneurs, when we're doing something new, when there's the 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 unknown, and yet I also know that that's where the excitement is. That's where the adventure is of moving out into the unknown. Um, but it's still it's still kind of scary. And I guess for a long time, well, almost eighteen months, that fear was greater than the desire to actually move this thing forward and make it happen. Now, I want to make this thing happen. I want this podcast to be hugely valuable for you. So I'm prepared to take these risks and get it out there and see what happens. The other thing is too that, you know, this is um, this is pretty ironic, but I, I don't think I was quite sure that the next tiny step method would actually work for me. Even though... I had tried it in other areas, and I mean, I use it all the time, right? It, it's the method I've come up with. But when it was applied to producing this podcast, I'm not sure that I really believed that it was going to work. Maybe it's because I had made this whole podcasting thing such a massive, um, massive hurdle, massive mountain to climb in my imagination. And, you know, don't get me wrong, it has been a challenge. There are a lot of moving parts. There has been a lot to learn. You know, even sitting here trying to be expressive and talk to you as if you, the listener, are right here with me when I'm just looking straight at my screen, it's it's a strange thing. Uh, and I know you can't see me now, but I'm even uh, gesticulating with my hands to try and make it a little bit more real for me. And it's not that I'm putting on an act. I actually just found myself doing that because um, it just felt like the natural thing to do as if I was talking directly to you. So, you know, I, I don't know why I found this whole thing hard, but I have found it hard. But again, as I've stayed in the process, I have made progress and I am finding it easier. So... You might have realized by now that I've actually written down a list of questions and then bullet points underneath them about the answers to the question. So here's the next question I had for myself. How did I overcome my challenges? Honestly, to overcome my challenges, I have had to really discipline myself and apply the next tiny step method in my own life. And it's really involved figuring out the tiniest step I could take to move forward and secondly, then actually scheduling the time in my calendar to actually start doing it. Once I'd made one tiny step and found that it worked, then I just needed to repeat the process over and over and over again. And if you look at my calendar now, you'll see that uh, my Monday is scheduled out to do nothing but podcasting. And I'm hoping that I'll get much faster than having to spend a whole day at it. But right now, that's what it takes me. You know, I think I can probably record a, a reasonably good interview in around about an hour. But then there's the whole process of going through and editing it and then figuring out what the key points were and creating an introduction and then creating the, the outro for it and all that sort of stuff and then recording that and then uploading it. And so all that process takes me at the moment somewhere between six and eight hours. But you know, I'm happy to stay in the process of doing that 
because I know, well, already I can see the progress that I've made through doing it. So I just really had to schedule out the time and then commit to the process. And I know that if I simply schedule the time and take consistent tiny steps, eventually I produce another podcast episode. And it has surprised me a little bit that it is that simple. One of the things I did in a past life, and I still mess around with a little bit, is I make archtop jazz guitars. And people would ask me, is it hard to make an archtop jazz guitar? You know, because they do take quite a long time. And I would say, well, I don't know whether it's hard or not. I said, I would just go into the workshop and I would uh, carve a little bit of wood off a block of wood and I'd glue another little bit of wood on. And if I went into the workshop and kept doing that process over and over and over for long enough, then eventually a guitar would pop out the end. Now, I know it's a little bit more complicated than that. And yes, I have developed some skills around all that. And oh my goodness, I have made some terrible, um, oh, really, really expensive blunders. But I learned from that that if I stayed in the process long enough, I would make progress. So this idea of just simply scheduling time, turning up, getting my butt in the seat and doing the work. And having done that over and over and over again, I'm now producing podcast episodes. The other thing that made a significant difference was deciding to do interviews. I realized uh, after I had done the first episode that there was no way I could sit down and write 10 to 12,000 words every week to try and come up with maybe 2,000 reasonably good words. That was just far too difficult. So I had to figure out ways that would be so much easier for me. And I'm not saying that it's been easier to do interviews. Um, There are all sorts of technical issues around doing interviews that I've had to figure out. But for me, it was a lot easier than actually sitting down at the keyboard and typing out my ideas and then trying to make them into some sort of essay that I would then read. That that would just that that for me has just been a major challenge that I knew was not sustainable. But the interviewing is sustainable and I love it and I think I'm getting better at it. And In all that, I hope you've found these interviews interesting and I hope you've even found them helpful. So look, please do let me know. I'd love to hear from you. I love to hear from my listeners about what you're finding uh, really valuable, what you'd like to hear more of. Please send me, you know, send me an email. You can can email me at richard at richardrelston.com or you can connect with me on my Instagram at Richard Ralston. I'd love to hear from you about how you're finding these interviews and whether or not you think they're valuable. So that's a little bit about where I've come from, the challenges I've had, and uh, and how it's been so far. So where am I going? Where am I taking this thing in the future? Well, I want to continue to improve my interview skills. I'm really passionate about drawing out the kind of transformational success stories. You know, the story was once I was here and I had this major challenge and I overcame it and now I'm here. And this is what I've learned. I think those sorts of stories are really fantastic and really helpful for all of us where we can identify that somebody has had a challenge and that 
we can find out how they worked through it and the success that they've had at the other end, or, or at least where they're at on their journey and how they overcame that challenge. And I'm hoping that through these stories, we'll all be able to learn more about how we can make progress towards our goals and dreams. I also have a brand new project on the horizon that's going to make implementing Progress Pod accountability groups into memberships super easy. And I can't wait to tell you more about that in the next few months. So there you have it. That's a little bit about my reflections on where I've come from over the last six or eight weeks on uh, producing this podcast, where I'm up to and where I'm going. I hope you found that interesting and I'd love to know what you thought. As I mentioned, I intend to publish a journal review style episode every month or so, and my hope is that they will get better and more valuable over time. As they say, time will tell. But I'd like to leave you with this final thought. You have to stay in the process if you want to make progress. I'm passionate about helping people make progress. One of the ways I do this is through helping membership owners implement progress pod accountability groups into their courses and memberships. If you would like to find out more about our progress pod accountability group system and how it can help you increase your membership retention, go to richardrelston.com. There's a link in the show notes. You can also connect with me on Instagram at richardrelston. And if you've heard something in this episode that you thought was interesting, helpful or valuable, I'd really appreciate it if you'd take the tiny step of heading over to Apple Podcasts and leaving me a review. You might also like to share this podcast with a friend. Remember to hit the subscribe button. And until next time, remember to focus on progress because it's your tiny steps taken consistently over time that will enable you to produce massive results.